the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, I'm excited to be here with the very funny and amazing and hardworking Brian Baltashevitz. Uh-huh. How are you, sir? I'm great, Jason. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. As always, you're a tired man. You're working hard. I did want to say happy Halloween, by the way. Yeah, happy, happy uh, All Hallows Eve to you as well. <laughs> See, it's like Christmas, you know? People say Christmas all, all year. I say Halloween as much as possible. <laughs> I now, are you, why, why waste it just on one day, right? Like, happy Halloween. How are you, uh, like, are, are you, like, do you normally go to Halloween parties and stuff? And do you, are you I, yeah. a social yeah. Halloweener? I'm, <laughs> I don't know if I... Yeah, yeah that, so I would put it like that. You know what? I wouldn't change a word of what you just said. Uh, I am. I am a huge fan of Halloween, actually. And that's interesting because I, uh, well, there's a couple of reasons why we'll get to one of them later, but I'm not the biggest uh, horror film uh, fan uh, just because of they're scary. And, but at the same time, I've always loved Halloween. I love the whole atmosphere of October and Halloween. I think so many people will agree that that's the best time of year. You get like the start of the month, you're getting the cooler temperatures. I mean, maybe not so much in Charlotte necessarily, but, and you get leaves changing. And by the end, you know, leaves are going, they're almost gone. Yeah, yeah. It's just that transition of, of seasons is, is amazing. So, um, and Halloween itself, the whole weekend, days leading up to it, a day or two after, which I don't always like, but there's so much energy and excitement around Halloween, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 one of those. It's funny because I I like you know as really kind of a pagan holiday. Really, it's it's you know it would. I have be no problem with that. I want to be on record. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Well, most of the. Most of your biggest holidays are based on the on the old pagan calendar because that's how the church got people to recognize them in the first place, right? <laughs> so the winter solstice, the Christmas, the Easter, the spring, the, the summer, so all of that stuff. Is... Yeah, it's good branding. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> the church is all about branding. They know. Right. They're already used to having a party on this date. We'll give them a party on this date. Let's, change, let's just change the name. Let's change the logo. That's all we got to do. Put a cross on it. What are they doing? Put a cross on that. It'll be perfect. You can send all complaints to uh, <laughs> the comment. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But we should comment, by the way. Um, Will Jacobs has the best and only reason to not be here. He's taking the little man uh, trick or treating tonight. Yeah, well, do trunk or treating, I believe, tonight. But What's yes. that mean? Uh, I think I thought it was a typo when he said that. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're doing it out of car trunks, I believe, because they can't like the door to door thing isn't really a probably the most safest uh, trunk retreating sounds like felony. That's what that it's it's felony kidnapping. Let's get kids dressed up in costumes and do trunk retreating. Nope, my kid's not doing that. Mm -mm, That's a mistake. Speaking of branding problems. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna get kids get get kids (laughs) get kids candy. And have them walk towards the open trunk of my car. Hey, kid, come here. This is literally goes against everything that every child's been taught. Don't go near people in their cars with candy. <laughs> trunk or treating. 2020. It's the one of the most 2020 things I've ever heard. Come here, kid. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my kid unmarked white van and treating. <laughs> Fun and candy. Enter here. Oh God. That is not something we should joke about. But Ugh, no, that's good terrible. lord. Uh, but yeah, cute pictures but, from Will tonight, though. Such cute pictures. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, he's he's the Black Panther, I think. Yep, that's uh, what I think I recognized. Yeah, yeah, just just adorable. It really is like uh, the most fun thing. Again, it's it's a uh, it's always a party, man. There's no one upset on on Halloween on during this time. Yeah, the people getting killed in horror movies are not having fun, but everybody else, parents are having parties, right? Yep, yep. Kids are out. The kids are getting dressed up. Yeah. Women aren't wearing much. Like there's a lot to be grateful for, you know. It's I I am more thankful for Halloween than I am Thanksgiving. If I'm yep. being slutty Halloween, there, there's a lot to be said for said for a good slutty Halloween costume. Yes, there really is. Some people will look down on that and say, "Oh, that's really that's that's just gross." No, you know what? You know who's having a good time? All the women wearing those clothes, right? Did it for a reason. They want yeah. to go out. They want to get wide. And there, there we go. Who are we to say? Who am I to judge them? <laughs> So there are those decisions. You know who I'm concentrating on? Me. I'm right. me. Taking care I'm of myself. I'm wearing some kind of cardboard box and being a total nerd about it. So, okay. So what, most obscure Halloween costume you ever... Uh... Oof. Oh, man. We're going right into it. Um, <laughs> most obscure? I did... Uh, in two, I think it was 2008 or 2009. I did. I did one, and this is like... These, I don't necessarily love these costumes. Sometimes they're great, sometimes they're not. But I did like that play on word kind of like, I'm <laughs> doing um, air quotes, clever Halloween costume <laughs> where I had like bloody nose, bloody lip, bruised eye, all this shit. And I had a, a shirt that said eco uh, the economy. Uh, huh. it, was right, <laughs> it was right after. So the economy yeah. was kicked. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, that's funny. Wear regular clothes. I just, I, I can't remember what the circumstances were, but it was something like I couldn't get out to get a costume in time. And I was like, ah, I got to do a clever one this year. Black Eyed Peas. Nope, everybody does that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, and, and you made a political statement, which is good. Yeah, of course. I like it. So I did, I went to a party one year and we were in Arizona. We were in Arizona by then. And the party was being thrown by a member of the, uh, um, a sketch comedy group that I was doing tech for, and I was writing some sketches with them, and, cool, and cool. Uh, basically ran their tech. And um, and I was going. So you may remember, you may be old enough to remember. There's like an Austrian or German, probably not, but go ahead. Probably, yeah, uh, <laughs> Austrian or German mime troupe called Momentschance. Oh yeah, no, I have no idea actually. <laughs> okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it and share my screen with you, but. Dear God, please do that because that sounds. I don't even know what you're gonna say, and then I don't even know how to spell moment chance. Yeah, good luck. I, I can't help you with moment. I do. I like to dress up. I'm, there's a lot of people who sort of scoff at that. While you're looking it up, I'm just gonna chat. Um, people kind of scoff at it. Some dudes are too cool. I, I dress up. Go buy a costume. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like be, do something creative and make your own one year. You know, like I'm. I'm okay with with all of that. I just, I don't understand people that, that kind of back away from a good time. I have friends who are just like, oh God, Halloween's so dumb. It's like, what other holiday is more interesting and has more sort of, there's so many things you could do. You could do shit right. on your own. You can have a small party, which I've done a number of times, or you could go to like Ragers to a big, like, you know, what was the one they used to have here in Charlotte? The Oh my God! The something something ball, the the grave diggers ball. The grave digger, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I went to one of those years ago. It's not really my scene, but I I love the the you know the creative outlet of Halloween is spectacular, man. It's like I I just I love it. I also like do old school shit like yeah. bobbing for apples. This is like a real thing. Yeah. You've never been to a party where people bob for apples. You got to do that shit because it's a riot. It is, yeah. Yeah, sure. You can, you know, wear wear a costume at work. Yeah, which is kind of cool. You can go to the office wearing a, you know, potentially, you know, an outfit that would be probably offensive the other three hundred sixty four <laughs> days of the year. If you don't like your job and you don't take advantage <laughs> of Halloween, <laughs> you're a dumb shit, and you need to check your check your attitude. Or something. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Wait, what is this? Oh okay, God. so Momenschanz, which is M-U-M-M-E-N-S-C-H-A-N-Z, by the way. He just um, shared his screen with me, and I feel like yeah. I'm about to watch like uh, a video of Bjork or something. All right. So, uh, now, this will be bad. Oh, actually, 
uh, this might actually be the costume I wore. Can I, can, but, I, uh, can I read the title, by the way? Sure. It says, Mum and Shams on the Muppet Show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> From 1976. This is the greatest uh, thing I've played. I can't wait. Um, you know, so this will not be good podcast because, because again, they're mimes. But uh, mimes, I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us the Muppets. We can do that. Yeah. Okay, to describe this. So, uh, two people dressed in black, all in black, basically from head to foot, just their hands and feet are bare, Uh, and they've got pads of paper over like where their eyes are. Yeah. And they're using. Like there's different eye directions written. I'm doing a really terrible job of this. Um, Imagine like dire- post it. Like you could pull one off and then they're yeah. coming underneath the next one and then they're going to the Yeah, and then there's smiling. Yeah, yeah, there's a smile, there's eyes, and there's it. yeah. So it's just it's a mind thing. Yeah. But what a great topic for a podcast. Yep, really this, if we don't get a an award out of this, something's wrong. <laughs> So I want to say I want to say this is something like the outfit that I wore. It's the one with the toilet paper on the face. So basically, where they had the the pads of paper on their eyes a second ago. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That so was what you wore. Uh, this is the costume I wore. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so we're, instead of paper, it's literally toilet paper. Yeah. So a roll of toilet paper on each ear, where the mouth is, where the nose is, and where the eyes would be. I, this lets me know more about who you are than, <laughs> than our multiple years of knowing each other. Yeah. This tells me who you are and who you were. It, it was, I thought for sure, because, you know, I was going to a party with, you know, a bunch of people in a, in a sketch comedy group. Yes. Uh, uh, that someone in that group would have gotten it. And I, I can say with some certainty that nobody, <laughs> nobody got it. Nobody. Yeah, why wouldn't they get this? Absolutely <laughs> obscure, completely obscure. At the time, twenty-five-year-old 20. <laughs> Austrian mime reference. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Right, I, I question why. every decision you've ever made. <laughs> yeah, going forward, but this is actually kind of amazing, I have to say. But it's also really bizarre. It's cool. Yeah, if you get a chance, you know, Moment Chance, M-U-M-M-E-N-S-C-H-A-N-Z. Check them out on... Uh... It says exotic mime, just so you know. Yep. It's not regular mime. This isn't, this isn't no, French this, street corner this, mime. This is no Shields and Yarnell bullshit. This, this is, is Radio Free <laughs> Europe. Like, on the stage, the next thing they're going to do is bring in the opera, because that's how powerful this is. This is amazing. So, yeah. So, that was the most obscure... Um, wow. Halloween costume. I, I, I would say ever. Can you, can you <laughs> just for everyone's benefit, can you put a uh, screenshot of that up when you post this? Please? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's going to be it. really important for people to know what you're talking. Yeah, about. it's going to be helpful. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, Not my Halloween, best Halloween is spectacular. It's worth it. I think you know you dressing up like it. That's an example of like the creative outlet of what Halloween, the potential of Halloween. Right. Yeah. is amazing and like i said all people get into it my grandmother uh she, she passed away at 98 years old she wore something every year as far as i know <laughs> she lived here in charlotte for like the last 10 years of her life and she either dressed up as a witch or some variation of a witch yeah. every it didn't matter she loved halloween and and yeah. that's someone who i i don't know if she was a creative person or not but like I think that's amazing. Good for everybody who does yeah. it. So if you don't like Halloween, um, hit the road. You're you're a bit of a, a, a dumbass to me. Yeah, I think um, we've already lost anyone who doesn't like Halloween. Yeah, totally. Now, <laughs> one of the major parts of Halloween is horror. Is is like scary movies. And now, while I'm not the biggest scary movie fan, I would say just because I've I think I have an active imagination and therefore I I genuinely get scared. I gen, you know what I mean? Like I'll go to a haunted house and I'm scared. Not because I, no one's going to hurt me there. I know that I have, I'm a logical person, but yet I will go and I will, I will experience fright. Sure. (laughs) And I think that's great. I was talking to a friend today and they, and they were like, yeah, I mean, I I mean, we'll go. My daughter likes to go. So I'll go, but I know where I am. I'm not going to be afraid. And I'm just like, ah, that sucks. Like, 
let it happen, man. Be scared. Yeah. You know? Cry at a movie. Be afraid of the movie. I think those things are going yeah. on. So do you have a favorite scary movie? Is there any one that stands out to you? I am a big fan of the original Hellraiser. Mm, holy shit. So not the sequels, but the original Hellraiser is pretty great. The original Hellraiser um, is one of the reasons why we're talking about how much I'm afraid of scary movies. That's, that's oh, really? Yeah. 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 The there's some the creepy. Door, when they yeah. open the door, it's just like, blah, like yeah. nightmarish. Yeah. There's some creepy stuff in there. I also, I, I, I will say a lot of people, especially when the movie came out, a lot of people did not care for, it, but uh, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. Um, Pretty, I mean, it's, you know, schlocky, strictly slasher horror movie. Yeah. But it takes a turn about midway through that's completely unexpected. And wow. it goes to a really dark place. And there's a few images in that movie that, like, you know, if I if I stop and think about it, that, like, you know, the the imagery in that movie did not leave me anytime soon. Wow, that's a mad uh, after seeing that movie. To that, to that movie in that genre. I, I'm not familiar with Rob Zombie movies at all, but I appreciate him as, like, an artist and as a mm-hmm. kind of an iconic character. And I always appreciated him going from his music to doing those movies. That just, yeah. especially in that time, I just didn't really get into those yeah. but that's kind of great all right you're tossing that up yeah. i appreciate it um i will i will separate it into kind of what i'll call older ones to newer ones i mm-hmm. i think that the first you know first two really night nightmare and elm street movies i think are genuinely uh scary mm-hmm. they get kind of campier and and they really hit into the humor which i want to get to later but they really become funny later but those first two are legit yeah. scary uh scary movies yeah. the backstory is super dark and creepy and like yep. um and johnny depp's in it which is kind of badass yeah. Um, yeah so those i thought were very scary um i also thought friday friday 13th the, the first two of those uh oddly but actually mm-hmm. those two i thought were super scary um people can laugh i thought that i thought chucky was kind of scary myself yeah so, i never saw the child's play movies yeah. um play. yeah yeah yeah. yeah i'm not sure like the slasher genre has never kind of appealed to me mm-hmm. like i like the original halloween i mean but there's uh, really yeah. nothing to now, the original halloween you know what i mean like i was kind of building to that as like yeah. to me sort of the quintessential the best slasher yeah. it's got to be the best right i mean yeah and kind of the first right i mean that halloween kind of led to yeah, I would say Friday the, the first term in terms of I would say mainstream appeal anyway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. To say. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, slasher. You might be right. I don't know. I, I'm really not a, a kind of a cinephile about horror horror movies, so I'm, I don't want to embarrass myself. But but I do know this: an interesting fact about Halloween is the first steady cam shot uh, ever used in a movie was the I believe it's the opening scene of Halloween one. Believe that is true. I know. I I think you're right. I know that there was. I know that there was a Steadicam rig built for the first Rocky for the scene where he runs up the the steps at the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Library. Yeah, uh, I had to wager. I think Halloween came out before that. Yeah, I think you're right too. Yeah. I think they built a different rig for the Rocky movie though, okay. which was, and I think maybe that one ended up kind of being like the prototype for a Steadicam. But I think you're right. Okay. I think the first. I think the first quote-unquote steady cam shot using a gimbaled gotcha camera mount i believe you're right i forgot who i was talking about yes i think you are 100 percent correct uh, and it's a fascinating way they did it no I, I was sort of being funny but no you you no. are more of a cinephile than i am and, uh yeah and it's kind of it's a great scene that's the other part of it it's, it's not just yeah. that they they had this new toy that they wanted to play with uh, if you're familiar with the scene, it's basically it's like it's a it's a kid who's in a Halloween costume and he basically goes upstairs, he gets a knife, goes upstairs while his sister is getting ready for Halloween, I believe, mm-hmm. and basically stabs her a bunch of times. And the whole time he's the camera has a mask over it, so you are looking out the eyes of a mask. Yeah, and then yeah, he he does that. And he comes outside and whatever the next shot is, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it pulls back and it shows he's just, he's a little boy. And he's in a like a clown costume. It's like it's dark, man. It's a creepy. Yeah, it's pretty twisted. Yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of, they are uh, North Carolina filmmakers. Uh, David Gordon Green, um, 
And I think Jody Hill, I think might be either a producer, I think he's a producer on it, and a bunch of other North Carolina guys. They did the last Halloween movie. Wow. Uh, most recent, I should say, the last one that was made. And they're doing the next one. And they uh, believe they are either have started production or have started uh, or are starting very soon because they've gotten, I guess, the go ahead in terms of the unions and that on how best to manage the, the COVID protocols. So, yeah, awesome. That's great. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I, you know, I always vote yeah. for root for uh, North Carolina filmmakers, you know. Um, yeah. Now, as far as uh, I'm going to check our time. Okay. Oh, we're going a little long, but that's all right. Um, I also love the, the horror comedy combo. And there's been, you know, I'd say quite a few of these movies. The, the, the ones that stand out the most are scary movies. The, the scary movies, yeah. with the uh, Wayans uh, brothers. Yep which yep. is kind of, those are always like ridiculous and funny and like, those are great. Are you a fan of those? Um, yeah, to an extent. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I think- I'm just saying like, I mean, yes, I don't want to be a dick and say no, <laughs> I'm not renting them now. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna seek those out again, right? Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I think, I think, you know, like a lot of movies, the first in the series is always kind of the better one, you know, yeah. unless maybe, you know, you're talking about The Godfather but you know the you know the first movie in a franchise tends to be the best and then and then they're just kind of yeah. arguments you know. to be made on that obviously but yes i would i would agree uh, other ones that i would lump into that category i think beetlejuice would be considered a, a like a comedy horror yeah I, i've never seen beetlejuice really yeah huh all right um it, it's it's hard not to send a little judgment your way uh that's, that's worth, fair. it's worth it this halloween to check it out uh okay Man, I, I don't know because it is a um, uh, what's the director's name again? Uh, 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 God, I can see him. Uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Because it's a Tim Burton yeah. film, the it doesn't it uh, it's, it may not be as good as. It may not hold up. Yeah. yeah, it may not hold up. That to me, Tim Burton movies have a very very short uh, window of yep. of being any good. Um, so it may not. But the performances are, are pretty spectacular. It's a, it's a heavy cast there too. I think kind of the, one of the best, I mean, it's hard to say it's not the best, Shaun of the Dead to me is one of the best comedy horror films. And I'm sure someone's gonna give me grief for this, but I mean like Army of Darkness, that's another one to me. It's like kind of, kind of great campier version. Like Shaun of the Dead is taking the campy, scary horror film to a next level to be a mainstream, hysterical, and also a great zombie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't really consider um, Army of Darkness to be a horror movie. I think, if anything, it's it's like comedy adventure. I don't necessarily because there's no scares in it, right? There's no, you know, it's not like you know, it's part of the, of the Evil Dead series, where yeah. like in you know, the first couple of Evil Dead movies were legit horror movies. But Maybe the the yeah, I don't really. What, what's Evil the, Dead? Yeah. What's the one? Well, I, I think I am thinking of Evil Dead. It's been a, literally a hundred years since I've seen this. Uh, yeah. So the first Evil Dead was made for like a thousand dollars in the woods in yeah. like uh, Kentucky or Tennessee by a, a young uh, Michigan State film student named Sam Raimi, and he uh, uh, really, you know, he did some stuff that you know they're still doing today, like um, strapped a camera to a. Um, a two by four, like a piece of wood to show like you know, something going through a window. And so they strapped the camera to a piece of wood and then just shoved the piece of wood through the window. So it looked, you know, the camera's actually crashing through the window, which was yeah. a really and hadn't been done um, until he did it. But um, Evil Dead, the first, first Evil Dead, kind of a straight horror movie. Second one added some comedy. And that was really where the Bruce Campbell character came in. in gotcha. second one. And then Army of Darkness, the sequel to that one. I wonder if I saw the not the first one, but the second one. Which one does Bruce Campbell get his hand his hand cut off? The second one. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so yeah, I'm totally exposed as far as those movies go. Because I'm pretty sure I saw Army of Darkness as well, but I was thinking of the one where he gets his, his hand cut off and and it he gets a chainsaw. Yeah, with the with the yeah, that was the second one. Army of Darkness, really almost straight comedy, really. Mm -hmm. that one i mean certainly you know action adventure elements but i didn't think it was particularly scary yeah interesting yeah. all right well that's awesome uh before we get off of this this portion of the show uh do you have plans for halloween are you doing anything 
Uh, when is it this weekend? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably. Yeah. And we're not really, you know, COVID and all, we're not really into the, I, <laughs> I just lost track of what day it was. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but yeah, no, probably not. We're not really doing anything. You're just going to shut the light off and be like, beat it kids, beat it. Get out of here. I'm going to open up the, the trunk of my car. <laughs> then put an air up his kids. Lure kids into my garage. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That is really cool. Uh, Well, um, real quick, um, comedy horror movies, um, um, American Werewolf, American Werewolf in London. Okay, I have not seen that. Oh, you've got a yeah. Uh, It holds up too. It's it's really okay. um, An older movie, right? Funny, legitimately scary. No computer effects, which is really interesting. Yeah, because it was you know older, but yeah, it's it's it definitely holds up. Oh, that's cool. Very good. New scary movies today are, uh, I think, it like weed. They're a little too strong for me. Uh, they're just too like I, I. I have some people like close to me who are just like, Here, here's the movies you can watch. Here's ones you shouldn't watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. That's kind of where I'm at. It's like, yeah, you're not gonna like that shit. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I might go out. So uh, I had a couple of friends who have birthdays around this time. I uh, may end up going to the Whitewater Center. I feel like there's something going out there. It's just drinking and hanging out or whatever. But yeah. uh, but we always go to my brother's and we hand out candy. That's going to be the, that's every year we do that. My brother is a big Halloween fan. Uh-huh. We don't have to get into all, all the, the whys and why nots, but it's funny because, I, you know, I, so I'm, I'm, that's my birthday. So I was born on Halloween. That's, oh, I, that's right. Yeah. That's so, kind of well, yeah. Okay. That, so yeah. My brother is, uh, is a huge, is a huge Halloween fan. He loves scary movies. He's not a guy who's in there like, I can't be scared. No, he enjoys being scared. Yeah. And I'll give you the quick rundown of it. There, um, this, this is true. There was a serial killer uh, in Pittsburgh in the town that we grew up in um, that was killing couples the first Friday of every month. And this was a, a good uh, several month period. Is that true? That's 100% true. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, we, we, my brother and I, Russ and I were really young, uh, but that's true. I mean, it was, a, it was a terror in the community and it was a really scary thing. And people that our family knew uh, were victims. And my brother ended up getting like, he got night terrors and he just was, it was bad, man. It was, it was like a right. really scary time. I was a little too young to experience it, but the rest of my family did experience it. And, uh, and my brother, he would get, you know, night terrors and stuff. And then uh, that developed, <laughs> we should get scientists to look at him. I don't know, but he loves, it turned into him really loving horror and scary movies. And like, wow. yeah. yeah. so anyway, that's a kind of a dark, creepy little insight into the family, but it's kind of badass. <laughs> anyway, all right, I've been chatting away. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. Get a couple of things we want to talk about, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your in person or virtual appointment today at orthocarolina.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast. We are, we're talking Halloween, and this is exciting. Um, one thing I wanted to get to um, was uh, this is exciting stuff, right? You know, you have friends from 
you know, where you grew up or whatever. Uh, a very good friend of mine. We graduated together. He's just a stand-up guy. He is a, he's a screenwriter. Um, he has a, a job, but he's also a screenwriter and he's had a number of uh, scripts that have been uh, um, produced, whether they're, sh they're mostly have been shorts, but they're, they're winning contests and then they're winning and then they're getting produced. His name's Jason Rice. Um, uh -huh. And uh, totally flattered. I'm uh, reading one of his scripts because he's got some uh, comedy in it. He usually does horror films, and I think this one has a little comedy in it. Hopefully, I'm not blowing up his spot, but um, but he asked me to to read it, so I'm gonna you know throw some feedback his way. Um, That's great. Yeah. So uh, Jason Rice, uh, look at look him up. He, he's he's doing some great things. I expect uh, some some success in the future for him. So. I don't want to give away anything about the script that I'm reading. I can see it on your face that so you want me to say what the name is, but I won't do it. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's really awesome though that he that yeah. he trusts you with his with his baby. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. It is. It is definitely. <laughs> yeah. You are 100 correct. Getting anybody to read anything is always it's a tough ask. Sometimes you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. And uh, awesome. one last thing about uh, about this is that I, I'm very excited that I was uh, invited to be on a podcast tomorrow. We're going to be doing it tomorrow. Wait, what? Uh, yes, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm cheating on. I'm cheating. Wait, are you? Aren't we podcast enough for you? <laughs> Normally, yes. <laughs> so we? I posted the other day on Facebook that that I made a terrible decision. Uh, to <laughs> Home Alone and watch the the 2017 It movie, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, and it was it was a terrible mistake because I find that to be a very scary movie. Um, yeah, it it was pretty well done. It's just just so yeah. well. Uh, it's to me, it's genuinely scary. I did not. I don't remember seeing the original uh, in the 80s. I believe. Yeah, not, it's not great. It's not. It's it's really over the top. Like it was played kind of more for camp than it was for horror. I know Stephen King hates it. Oh, does he hate it? Really? Like, legit hates it. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was played. You know, Tim Curry was just way over the top as 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 the as the, the you know as the, the main the villain in the movie, as it were. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Very. Yeah. It's just a. It, it's the the most recent remake and i haven't seen the sequel yet but the most recent remake it, it plays it pretty straight horror and it's it's legit it scary. Is, uh it has all of the eerie elements that you think it played because i always have found sort of clowns to be pretty creepy and like the creepiness of clowns of not really knowing what their expression is to me is, is what adds to that element once you put teeth in there this is something that people know but i just i'm not the biggest clown thing uh not that i would worry about one walking down the street or whatever but it's just it, it, there's elements of it that make it a little disguised enough where you don't really know what they're thinking or doing and that's why like that whole thing in south carolina and these other places a couple of years ago oh, where, they, where they were yeah clowns like on in like the edge of the woods and trying to get kids to come and play with them and shit that was nuts to me genius crazy. marketing by the by the the it people I, I sincerely hope that that's what it was. So I made the mistake. I, I, I watched it and and uh, I commented about it, and everybody was chiming in for the most part, like, ah, we, you know, that was scary movie. Love the movie, whatever, like all that kind of business. So uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Kent Smith, he's a photographer. He does podcasts. He's a filmmaker. Um, he started a podcast called Adult Beverage Film Podcast, where they talk about uh, movies and they and they drink. That's pretty much, I think, a great podcast, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of blowing up their spot a little bit because I'm going to be their mystery guest, and we're doing this tomorrow. And the movie that they're covering is It, and uh, he's like, "Oh my god, this is perfect! You just watch it. We're going to talk about it." So uh, it's going to be fun to to so check that out when when it comes That's out. Fun. Look it up and, and is that a, a Charlotte-based podcast or is it a is it a it, it is, is it yeah. produced somewhere else? Oh, no, cool. no, it's here in town. Uh, like I said, Ken Smith. He was a photographer for the Panthers and a number of other uh, movies and TV shows and stuff in town. He's a really, really. Uh, he's a pro. He's a really, really good photographer and uh, and filmmaker. That's so awesome. He's movies and all that kind of stuff. So um, he's yeah, he's in that that filmmaker wheelhouse. So uh, it's a good podcast for them. Um, That's great. One thing you and I had talked about that I wanted to bring up. So uh, people may or may not have seen this, that uh, David Letterman has a mm -hmm. uh, new show out. I believe this is considered the second season, although they sort of roll out whenever they roll out, right? I mean, 
Yeah, it might even be the third season by now. Is it? Okay. But um, I know th- because there's only like four episodes in this one. I think they started to produce it because you saw like the, the Robert Downey Jr. one was shot pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I think the rest of them were shot after, yeah. you know, after the, the the initial sort sort of stay at home order and distancing and stuff. Um, yeah. So it's a uh, it's called um, I think it's called my next guest needs no introduction with David yep. Letterman. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Dave Chappelle is on uh, his not most recent but just you know one or two back whatever it is. And I had a chance to watch it. You said you watched it. I did see it. Yep. Yeah, so it's in. It's located in the same place that Chappelle's last special came out, mm-hmm. which is where he lives now. Yeah, where yeah, oh, he's, he's yep. there like full time. Okay, yeah, uh, which I thought was really cool. I didn't know the background of that being Ohio, and if you know the show, they they kind of go to their you know their hometown and they walk around and talk, and you know, uh, just another way to get some insight into who these particular people are, and. It's yet again Dave Chappelle um, offering up something you didn't know about him, showing a side of him that you were unfamiliar with about him, getting his absolutely uh, genius cerebral perspective on something, um, often about comedy. I mean, obviously, that's he's always going to pivot to from you know to and from that place, but he's a He's amazing. And here's why, here's one of the reasons why I'm yet again amazed by Chappelle is that I, I was recently with, you know, family and, and when visit uh, family and stuff. And when you hear people talk about comedy sort of who aren't just really close to the comedy world, just strictly as consumers or whatever, somebody had said, yeah, like, yeah, man, like did Chappelle did half-baked and you saw his comedy and he seemed kind of like a, not a real smart yeah. guy and then you know his, his his latest couple specials or whatever were really smart and i'm sort of you know obviously don't want to make anyone feel bad but it's like no that's that to me is a really nice way to boil down comedy right there and say Chappelle's always been the same guy he's always been that yeah. person who came from this from an intellectual i think place uh but his presentation on stage while early on was much more was I would call it more youthful, uh, mm-hmm. less experienced. All he's doing now is is the experience and his. He's seen a lot. He's been through yeah. a lot. He's written and he's performed all over the world and all these other things. And that's so much now has informed who he is on stage. When he was younger, he didn't have all those experiences. It didn't make him any less intelligent. It just right. made that he. Now he brings a, a just a wealth of experience in his life behind him, and it's kind of funny to think of people thinking of him not as who he is. And I wa- it's like watching him is like reading an article from the Atlantic. You know what I mean? Like, this is <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone put some thought into this shit. This is not shallow water here. You no, gotta, no, you gotta keep up. Yeah. You gotta know he is he is pulling from from a deep well of of he's thought about these things for so long and from yeah. so many different perspectives from so many different angles and that to me it's like again it's a master class of comedy of of saying you can do dick jokes you can absolutely do fart jokes but <laughs> the best will do that but they're going to come from a place that fart joke's going to mean more than just a funny set <laughs> yeah it's not about the fart <laughs> it's not about the fart the joke is not about the fart you get what i'm saying it's probably a terrible yeah way. i'm at it but he just knocks me out again you thought you saw it what were your thoughts yeah i i, I it changed a little bit the way i look at him as a comic honestly it, it it i've always liked him i have a new appreciation for him now having heard i mean he was just as open as i've ever seen him and be, because he really doesn't do interviews you know and so to have you know letterman who i think for years was one of the best interviewers in the business Mm -hmm. um and still is and just you know seeing these shows when they come out just makes me miss him you know that much more but but uh you know i came away with a new appreciation for Chappelle after just hearing him talk about the place where he lives and, and yeah, kind of, you know, his experiences and, you know, even, you know, his experiences with police and, and, 
right you know and with his kids and and it was just you know really really good there he is which was i thought was yeah stuff yeah it's great it's really really good i I watched the robert downey jr one and that was less robert robert downey jr is still pretty guarded you know about Mm -hmm. like his time in prison and stuff like that like you know he asked him about it but he didn't really get into any you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. In a different way, I think is also someone who who is ha, is smart enough to know when and how to to breach the subjects and how yeah. to talk about them. And and uh, if he's not ready, he's not ready. I mean, I, yeah. I think also he's probably aware that judgment is going to come no matter what he says about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suspect. Um, yeah. I have some, you know opinions on that because also I, I don't know. I, I think he's you know. How many how many chances do people get that, that do so, does someone like him get that other people don't? Right, right. I have to assume that he's aware of that. Um, yeah, I was disappointed to see that the next uh, Letterman interview was with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I I will say I have not watched that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you not? <laughs> Oddly, nope. I have, I have yeah. not watched that one. Uh, far be it. I from- will watch it, but it's yeah, I haven't. Yet. Yeah, far be it for me to judge anybody, but that I, I just I I find um, uh, yeah, her story is not one I'm I'm seeking right now. I'll just put no, it. and it's interesting because that you know in the pet in his show that would have been someone that David Letterman would have given no quarter to, right? Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. he would have been not you know necessarily brutal, but he would have been you know, the, the, his questions would have been um, loaded and, and, and you know, and had a bit of a sharp edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the idea of, of, you know, celebrity fame, uh, what's, what's the word? It's like, um, you know, famous for being famous uh, to yeah. me is one, of the, is one of the reasons why we're in the problem, the, yeah. the situation we're in right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it like that so i'm not yeah i'm a little disappointed i think the the show his show has dropped a couple pegs because of that but um but i will say because i mean of all the people there are a lot of people to interview that could to literally have the uh needs no introduction yeah and it's it's not again you know it's not the kind of person he wouldn't have given he he would have given a crap about when he was doing the tv show he would not have cared yeah. And so, you know, I'm a little curious. I've seen the clips that they've used, you know, and he seems to be, you know, kind of gentle with her and and, mm-hmm. and not, you know, particularly edgy with her. But I wonder about, you know, what the rest of the show is like. If he, yeah. You know, you, know, you bring up a good point because I also don't want to, you know, I don't know her. I literally don't yeah. know anything about her. So maybe there's a lot behind her. I did know that she was going to law school, which I found to be, a, I find to be an impressive thing. The legitimacy of that, you know, uh, hopefully is is there, but um, I should watch the show because I've cast, you know, this negative light on her. I should watch the show just to get a really go full circle and, and eat my words later on behalf of <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I will, I'll watch it because I love Dave, but yeah, you know, we'll see how he treats her. I, 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 you know, I'll be interested to see the attitude he takes towards. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that honestly. I think she's a, probably smart enough to know that she's not going to go into a show where she's going to get her ass kicked. Why would she do yeah. that? So, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, David Letterman. I didn't appreciate Dave in his prime, and I am a big enough person to admit that that it took me took me really getting into comedy to to appreciate the who that yeah. guy. Because yeah. I, you know, I, I liked him fine, but I was yeah. Who I who I turned a channel to kind of didn't matter to me as much. But I was more of a Conan guy, which would you would assume I was really big in the day. So, in hindsight, yeah, I, it's interesting because when Conan first took over the Late Show, and the, I did not, I didn't get it. You know, I did not. You know, I didn't start liking Conan until he got screwed over on the Tonight Show and stopped giving a crap. Yeah, right. And now I think he's great. His podcast is fantastic. Um, it, 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 you know, he's a great interviewer. His tangents are are funny, and 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 uh, right. you know, I have a much bigger appreciation for him now than I did when he was, you know, again, you know, I, I mean, this was thirty years ago, so you know, a young punk kid, mm-hmm. you know, fresh off the Simpsons and Saturday night. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, I like I like Conan now. Did not get him. What's that? 
<laughs> a mum and chance guy. But finish your last thought. I talked over you. Say, say that last part. Oh, just I, I did not. You know, I didn't get him. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get Conan. And that was, you know, kind of, you know, the thing too was that people when he took over that that time slot, uh, the people wanted wanted him to be Letterman, and of course he was trying mm-hmm. desperately to not be Letterman. Right. And, uh, you know, I was waiting for that kind of Simpsons humor to come out. And it just never did. But, um, Interesting. And he admits, you know, now he was in way over his head and had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, I think we've we've talked a little bit about this where he he just that that mainstream audience just was never going to be Conan's. Mm-hmm. Not at the time when he was there. I think he's yeah. just not my dad's not going to watch Conan. Right. Right. He's just not. He's not going to get him. On a different channel with the same amount of people watching, Conan will be yeah. great. It's not going to be the people who were just watching Leno, you know? Right, right, right. Um, interesting. Well, we're going to get out of here pretty soon, but I wanted to, uh, I think it's super important. Um, uh, only second to it being Halloween uh, is a very important date coming up, November 3rd. Uh, I, I'm not a political person, so but I do feel very comfortable saying uh, everyone's got to vote. Vote early. Vote. Vote now. Vote tomorrow. And you probably can't get there right now because when this is well, it'll be out there. No, it'll be whenever you're listening. Yeah. Go vote. I think it's important to vote. Um, I think everyone knows where we stand on this po- on this podcast. Uh, we we are stand on with common sense and decency and honesty and validity and empathy. Um, and I think that uh, says everything you need to know about where where we're going to vote, who we're going to vote for. I can't speak for Brian and Will, but I'm pretty sure I know uh, where their where their hearts lie with that. So um, we have a long way to go to get the the country back to man, even back to zero, and to to go forward and to really kind of take take the country in the direction it needs to go. We've got a lot of work ahead of us. A long way to go and the first step is voting uh and november 3rd is is the most important date of 2020 which was full of awful awful dates so um if yeah vote guys everyone has to it's super important um i i, I kind of don't care who you vote for i really do but vote it's important yeah. why you know why is it taken uh, a pandemic and the, the country uh, what feels like on the verge of really changing like the dna of this country feels like it's changing over the last several years so let's all be more active and more conscious of what what we're doing what we're seeing and who we are out in the world every day and and again i think the first step is to vote so please do that yeah i'm encouraged by the lines i see you know in uh, 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 early voting, I'm encouraged by the number of absentee ballots that have been turned in already. Um, you know, people throughout history have died for the right to vote. And, yeah. you know, as, as recently as, you know, a few years ago here in the United States, even, you know, um, uh, and, and, and it matters and it does matter and it is important. Um, you know, no matter, I, 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 you know, I mean, yes, I want the people to vote in a particular way, but <clears throat> as, long, as long as you go out and, you know, exercise that right and, and, and make your voice heard, then, then, you know, we will, we'll find our way through this stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I know I don't want to end on a, the, the, a, a quite that heavy a note. I would like to say, uh, talk about shows coming up. Do you have shows? That, what do you want to plug? Anything? Um, I got nothing coming up right now. Uh, the uh, Charlotte Podcast Festival is wrapping up uh, this weekend. So the last thing will be actually Friday, October 30th. Um, nothing really coming up. Uh, some nerdy night in stuff at Blumenthal that right. uh, we're doing the digital streaming for. Uh, but yeah. other than that, yeah, nothing really. All right, uh, check check in on that uh, uh, the the podcast festival. Brian has put his heart and soul into it, and uh, and you're doing great things, man. You're putting Charlotte on the map with podcasts, and and uh, we appreciate that. Thanks, thank you for doing that. Well, thank you, Jason. Heck yeah, um, I I'm excited. I'm actually going back on the road. I just want to. I'll, I'll be in Port Charlotte, Florida, uh, Vasani Restaurant and Comedy Theater, November fourth through the seventh. I'm opening for a really funny and a, uh, and a just a great guy, Derek Richards, uh, as a headliner for those shows. 
And, and I bring this up because a lot of comedians are like, how do I get to the next level or whatever? Well, uh, Derek and I had uh, did shows in uh, Myrtle Beach together. We had not met before that. We hit it off um, right away. We just had a good week together and we were a good hang and our comedy is not necessarily the same, you know, but, it, 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 but I think they complemented each other. And he's, you know, he's been helpful for my career and what I've done and he's bringing me down there. And like for comics who, you know, like I said, want to get to the next place, there, there you have it. He's someone that I, I respect and we, you know, he's been very helpful. So if you want to look him up, it's Derek Richards, uh, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, DerekRichards.com. He's got uh, the Irish Comedy Tour, which you can get on Amazon. Uh, and he's got an album out called Whiskey, Cancer, and Bad Decisions. <laughs> Is there anything that says more about stand-up comedy than that right there? I so like the title. Yeah. Look him up. And um, happy Halloween, Brian. Happy Halloween to you, Jason. Be safe. Yeah, everyone and should all be this stuff. Yeah. yeah, make good decisions. Get out and vote. And, yeah. uh, vote. Wear a mask. Good Lord. Wear a mask, please, everybody. Do the right thing. Uh, yes, please. Please, please, please. Think about other people once in a while. Uh, all right, that's all I got, Brian. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll have, uh, well, I won't be here next week, but uh, I'm sure Will will be back and you guys will have a great time and you can talk more about voting and who's, what you know. I'm just drunk at this point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Comedy Zone podcast. Balto, you're the best. Please get some sleep, buddy. And uh, check us out next week and uh, vote and we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bothashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 